Today on Rooted Daily, I talk about when it is time to talk about your friend's sin. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we are talking about when it is time, and, and perhaps when it's not time, to confront a friend's sin. And we've got a couple of episodes stuck back from a, a previous season of the podcast where we talk about when we should judge and when we shouldn't judge. And if you don't remember those, they have a pretty good overview of the scripture on this topic, and it might be worth your time uh, to go back and review that. But today, I want to narrow our focus because condemning sin and judging righteously is a whole lot easier when it's impersonal. It's easy to tackle sin head on and call it what it is when you aren't personally connected with the one suffering under it. And maybe that's why we have such an easy time demonizing political candidates and movie and sports stars. That's not to say they aren't sinful people. We all have sinned, but it's a whole lot easier to condemn that sin when the person is hundreds of miles away or stuck in a TV screen. And on top of that, we rarely talk about the sin of those distant people in constructive ways. And on some level, we know that because if we were standing in front of that person, we can ask ourselves if we would say the same thing in the same way. And too often the answer to that question is no. If that person were here in this room, I would not be able to speak to them in the same way about their sin as if I were reading an article about them in the newspaper. It, too often I can't say I'd be able to pass that test. You know, there was a group that would come to IU's campus. They would hold up signs telling everybody that they were going to hell. And they would shout and they would scream and they'd get in people's faces and a crowd would always form. And inevitably, there would be someone who would stand up and confront them and they would yell about why that person was hellbound. Now, of course, these were sinful people who walked by and their sin left them condemned. But do you think there were very many people who responded to the gospel because of this? You know, these people, they came from out of town. They didn't have personal connections with these students and their attitude, I think, showed it. So that's where I see the kink in our understanding. We can confront sin forcefully if it's distant from us. When it's close though, when we truly love the people it is hurting, then we are unsure of what to do. We don't want to hurt our friendship, but we also don't want that person to remain in the chains of to sin. You know, an alternative situation to the group that, that came to IU's campus that's equally wrong is we could imagine a situation where we stand around and see sinful people walking by, and as Christians, we fail to warn them of the consequence of sin because we think it will hurt their feelings or, or damage our friendship. We love them, but not enough, apparently, to show them how to save their souls. If we have a personal connection with someone, if we love them as our neighbor, then we should want to speak the truth in love, as Paul put it. And there's a few guidelines that I think can push us to do that, to help our friends as they grapple with sin and by extension develop friendships that will help us with our ongoing battle with sin. You know, the first rule is to never confront sin to say, I told you so. 
God doesn't need us to rub in the damage of sin. Sin does a pretty good job doing that all by itself. Our goal when we talk about sin should never be to hurt someone or or destroy someone, but to help them, to show them what sin is already doing to them. We should never confront sin because we feel like it's going to give us the upper hand in a relationship. That's just subtle blackmail. And we shouldn't do it because we love correcting people, but because we hate sin. Paul wrote uh, in 2 Timothy chapter 2, he said, And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, and humility correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance, so that they may know the truth and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. You know, as Christians, and that's a, that's a great passage there. As Christians, you know, we aren't tasked with starting arguments. That's not who we're supposed to be. We aren't supposed to be angry or hateful. We are called to be gentle and humble. That is the point from where we should always confront sin. Gentleness, humility. Matthew 18 tells us to do uh, what to do when a brother sins against you personally. You go and you tell him his fault alone and hope that he listens to you. Then you've gained your brother back. So rule number one is to figure out our motivations for confronting sin before we do it. If our goal is to win our brother back, to have him come to his senses and escape the snare of the devil, we can do that out of gentleness and humility. And it's time to go and sit down and talk about sin. But remember, the goal is to attack sin, not people. Rule number two, don't let this be the only time you talk to your friend about Jesus. If the only time we're talking about Jesus is when we are condemning the sin someone is committing, then we need to take a hard look at ourselves in the mirror. Matthew 5, 16, Jesus said, Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. You know, people will know who we are. They'll know who Jesus is by how we act. Of course, we also need to talk about sin. Jesus certainly did. But we can't tell people that they need to change and that Jesus can change them if they don't see us being changed. Here's the thing, most people know what sin is. There may be uh, maybe some discrepancies that we need to turn to the word to figure out right from wrong, but I'd go out on a limb and say that most sin is evident. Maybe our friends don't always need an encyclopedia of answers about what is right and wrong from us. Most of the time, they already know that. What they need is to see someone who has gotten the strength to do the right thing. Don't just talk to your friends about Jesus when you want to talk about their sin. Let your light shine all the time so that your friends will see it and they'll want to glorify God too. Rule number three, remember that all relationships are different. You know, some friendships are like family. Others are just acquaintances. Some are brash and some are reserved. Some are resilient and some are fragile. All of our friendships are aren't the same. And the way we talk about Jesus to each person is going to be different. You may need to go slow with some. Most aren't uh, just going to walk into their office tomorrow and, and tell their boss that she needs to repent. That is a relationship that will quickly dissolve if you're too forceful. But there's other relationships where your friend just needs you to be strong and firm and tell them they are going in the wrong direction. And in some relationships, that will work. In all of these circumstances, though, 
Be bold. You have the greatest news mankind has ever received. God wants us to be his children, free from the consequences of sin. And that is a message all of our friends need to hear. And we may be the only one who will tell it to them. Pray that you will have the courage and the wisdom to say the words that need to be said so they can overcome their sin through Christ and then work alongside you in this ongoing battle with sin while we're still living in this world. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's word with you next time. Hey there, thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word, and I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. It helps us reach more and more people every day with the message of Jesus. Most importantly, though, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.